Welcome back to the DMC Podcast, episode 18 of season 2. And today we're going to be talking about charisma and how you can be charismatic or less charismatic if if that's becoming an issue for you. But before we get started, I'd love to introduce my co-host who's been here for 70 episodes now. We're here for a while and you know, you've heard his his name before, you'll hear it a few more times. Manuel, thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure as always, Joseph, to have you here on the podcast. (laughs) I love it, like it's just... It's weird, like we were just talking to a few mates just like a few minutes ago and it's like, to tell them that we've done 70 episodes of the podcast, Yeah, man, that's, that's 70 number. weeks, that's man. A big that number. is that's a big, a big number. number, it is and it's, it's, it's amazing and it's it's great that like we, we're still carrying on and stuff, I really like the fact that like people, even I think it's a bit of an inspiration for people we know when yeah. have a chat with people, like, oh damn, 70 episodes, Yeah, you've been doing it for 70 that, weeks. That's literally, like, word yeah. for word, that's what our mate said. Yeah, but you know what I mean, and it's stuff like that, that like, you don't feel like you're making an impact, but yeah. you can in your own little special way. Exactly. So it's always great. Yeah, e- even that. if they're not necessarily listening to the podcast, the fact that they hear that we've stuck to something so intently, and we're still enjoying it, and stuff like that, and it's not like... They might not be consumers of the media, but they see us putting it out and they're like, oh, damn, they're proper serious about this. I really mm. respect them for going for it. And that could inspire them, perhaps, to to go for something they might be putting off or might not be sticking with as much. So hopefully that's that's the case as well. 100%. I just want to also comment on your outfit. I like the checkered trousers Thank you. Today. Thank you. Looking quite clean. I like the shoes, actually. You know what? I like quite a lot. Not a massive fan of the socks. Socks, socks could have had a bit of work. I understand the socks. The socks could have had a bit of work. I can't but yeah. I, and the truth is, I don't. The thing is, with me as well, like when we when it comes to clothing, really quick, because it links to the episode actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really does. <laughs> but like, I, I feel like with some people, they can pull off anything. Yeah. Uh, that's why I feel like someone's got is charismatic when they can pull off. Shit. They can pull it off. Yeah, they got a swagger about them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel that. And I, I, I really that. like. I seen that in your outfit, and I can oh, respect man. that. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you, man. Well, the thing is, right? I don't really like wearing tracksuits. I think it's an easier way out. I think tracksuits. I don't are, wear tracksuits out. Like obviously, I'm wearing trackies now. Them, yeah, like bro, yeah, yeah. I'm wearing sliders and a track in trackies but now. Because I'm at home. But people would step out in trackies and a slider. Yeah, but I, I'll do it now if I need to do my laundry. But I wouldn't like go like if you're going out somewhere. Yeah. You never see me in tracksuits. Yeah, that's Unless true. I'm going gym or doing something. Imagine that's not Manny in the club in full tracksuit. Nah, never. This man's got his hood up as well. I'd have my Real Madrid jacket on. I might as well go football. Real Madrid. Oh my! But I once went to the club wearing a Man United top. Yeah, but that's what that I mean. was. It was. It was not Don't like, you think about that day and you think to yourself, "What an idiot I was." Thing is, I thought that initially, and then three separate men were like, "Hey, yo, big up!" They were like, "Hey, glory, glory, Man United in the club." So I made mates instantly. You got hype, man. I got, I got hyped by strangers. Three people because of the Man United top. Yeah. Didn't know who they were. Didn't haven't seen them. So got bullied by four people. That's the problem. Oh no, I got bullied by you, and I told you the story. Yeah. Oh, and that's the listeners, enough. perhaps, and the listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think thing is like I, I don't I. I would I would like to lie and say I don't make a conscious decision about what I choose to wear, but I do, you know. I, I do. I do like. I think okay. Would this go with this? Would would like. Yeah, but I mean, everyone kind of does that. Like, I'll be honest. One of my mates, we were about to leave for uni, and yeah. I wore one of my checkered trousers, and I was wearing an outfit. But yeah. I wasn't sure about the outfit anyway. Yeah. So I asked them, and they're like, "It looks fine." And I'm like, "Bro, you know what fine means? It's shite." Yeah, exactly. So I basically yeah. swapped everything. I got changed. I changed my t-shirt. Changed my trousers. Everything. <laughs> everything. Everything I changed. Oh, and then we man. walked up and then he's like, why do you take so long? I'm like, bro, look at my outfit. Yeah. He's like, oh, damn, you actually changed your t-shirt as well. So yeah, I did everything. Bro. A good outfit, the charisma, straight away. Yeah, 100%. You can see it, like, it is. It changes people, man. It, it's instant. It's and the like, appearance. It's, and the other thing is, it's not even the outward perspective of your appearance. It's your appearance yourself. Yeah. Like, do I feel good in that? That's exactly what I'm going Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, do I feel good in that? And it's like, 
maybe maybe not yeah and it's one of those ones where your charisma kind of comes from your clothing and how you present yourself and it's just i don't know we can go into definition yeah, now probably because that's how yeah, we're going to yeah, segue yeah. into it but like it gives people a sense of like feeling more confident especially in their own like when they feel like they look good and stuff. And just uh, as a side note on the shoes, I spent, this is the most amount of money I spent on an item of clothing was on these shoes, but uh, every time I wear these shoes, even now, a year and a half later, I go out and I feel good. I like wearing them. They feel comfortable though, never Exactly, they're comfortable shoes, but I also feel the confidence that I feel wearing them and I'm like, yo, these look nice and, and what if I wear like a good set of clothes with it? The £120 that I spent on these shoes, which for me is a lot of money, for some people, that, it might no, not be a lot. I, I, yeah, I don't exactly. spend a lot on so shoes. For me, but for me, that was a big investment, but I was like, yo, the confidence I feel from wearing them and how good like they make me feel is well worth it. You know, And it, it just really depends on who you are. Some people will be like, shoes don't really matter to me, and they don't make a difference as how they feel, but for me, they do, and that makes a big difference, and that makes me feel more confident, which then impacts my whole day, You know how I interact with people. It just changes based upon what you're wearing. And that may sound a little bit, you know, a little bit fickle, maybe a little bit petty, or I don't know what the word, the word is specifically, but, you know, it may seem like you're a little bit, I don't know what the word is. Over-reliant. Yeah, over-reliant on clothes and a little bit, um, just a bit, yeah. I know what you're you trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying yeah. to find a word there. I can't I find mean, the word. Uh, pedantic about it? Yeah, exactly. You may over-index yeah. something that doesn't really make a big deal. Like, yeah. someone, someone could argue, oh, who You give it significance when it doesn't yeah, exactly. have a but, big one. But I, I think it makes it I think it makes it difference. I think it makes a difference in the sense that also how people see you, man. Like, yeah. as much as we don't like to admit, like, the, yeah. this world is based on, like, people and how they look. Perception. Yeah, and the really. perception. And then, like, how you look, like... Someone might co- like approach you for like directions, for example, mm-hmm. but you have to look approachable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's stuff like that. And ha- what's the first thing that you're gonna notice of someone? How they look. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's kind of where charisma comes in because it's like if you feel comfortable in how you look. Yeah. I feel like also that kind of, I don't want to say aura. I don't know what it is. But I like, think aura is a good word. Uh, you know I what I mean? There's something. There's something, there's something around you, like yeah. a little imaginary bubble, and they can yeah. people can tell that like. He's comfortable with his own skin and I is yeah. approachable person. Definitely. And then definitely. people start coming up to you and stuff. Like I've noticed loads of people ask me for directions. That's what I know. They ask me for directions, it's so funny, and I'm like, I think I think that Are you good with directions? I'm actually good with that. I'm actually good with directions. Like some when when I was waiting outside, um when I was waiting outside your place the other week, uh went because you were asleep and I was meant to come over to yours. When I was waiting outside, one geezer asked for directions and he was like, Excuse me, mate, and he shouted across the across like uh, an area. And on my way here, on my way to yours, another person asked for directions. And I'm like, yo, I'm happy that I look approachable. I think that's a really good, I don't know. For some reason, I index on that. I'm like, that's really nice. And like, I told my girlfriend, I go home, oh, two people asked for directions today. That made me feel good. And it's just whether I have a, maybe not necessarily a natural charisma, but a natural approachability is always nice to have as well. 100%. And it's like... I feel like, as, as I said again, it's to do with how you look and how you present yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like you seem like an approachable guy and yeah. the way you're like dressed. And I'm telling you, it's that imaginary bubble. Like, yeah. I, there's something about it that like people can tell, man. The fact that someone shouted across the like the uh, like, other side of the road. Yeah. Like, bro, you, <laughs> unless you really, really need to, you don't go out your way yeah, yeah, unless yeah, yeah. there's someone right next to you. Fully, it? fully. And it's just like... Stuff like that really links to charisma, I'd say. Yeah. Because it's that compelling charm um, that someone has. Genuinely, stuff. that is yeah. actually... The word compelling charm is in the Google definition. So being charismatic is defined as 
exercising a compelling charm which inspires devotion in others. And so for the first question of the day, the first actual question of the podcast is, what do you think about that that definition? That And also the bit when it mentions inspires devotion in others. What does that mean to you, Manny? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a very long time I heard devotion, so I just want to double check what that means. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give my thoughts on while Manny's doing his research. I'll, uh, we, we, can, we can bring him into it. But according to that definition, inspiring devotion in others... I think of when I hear the word devotion, I think of this person is devoted to you and they're like, it's a long is that lasting a thing. Yes, I know what devotion but is. Devotion could also be less, you know, less focused on that and also to inspire someone to believe in you and have faith in you. Yeah. That could be another word of the devotion. So when we go back to the asking for directions, that person asked me for directions because they had faith. They had an idea of devotion that I would be able to help them get you seem like a trusted individual exactly I seem like someone who kind of had their head screwed on and thankfully when the guy asked me for directions I knew exactly where he wanted to go and I gave him those directions and the same with the other person who approached me when I was walking to here I gave them the right directions they were asking for a place on campus and I was like oh yeah just go this way this way this way walk past here you'll find it Hopefully, I don't know if he did find it in the yeah. end, but hopefully he did. It was just, I've talked to him a little bit. It was his very first day at uni, so I was happy to help with him. Oh, after, okay. After being my, here for my final year, so yeah. yeah, it was great to help out. And just this, inspiring the devotion in people and having them just have faith that you'll be able to help them get where they need to go. Literally literally get where they need to go and also metaphorically get where they need to go. So I think when, we, when I spoke earlier about the aura thing, where it's this compelling charm, mm. like... In a sense, I feel like when it's when you say compelling charm, there's two ways. There's more like a, of an outward, like how you act. There's a charm there, mm-hmm. or it's like inherently people feel like when they walk past you, they sense that you're like you've got that thing about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think there's two ways to see it like that. So when you, I think of like charisma, that that really speaks out to me quite a lot. Where it's like whether you have it internally or externally that people acknowledge you or you acknowledge it, yeah. people can still tell. Like, whether you think internally you've got the charisma, I feel like... Sorry about that. <laughs> I feel like lots of people, uh, like, can tell that about you and really, like, kind of vibe off that. And like like you said, you had to be... They inspired devotion because they trust you. They, they say something about you that makes you feel like you're a loyal person mm-hmm. and they're quite enthusiastic by it. And you can really tell in someone's speech and not only that, but how someone, like, conducts themselves and how they look and their yeah. attire. Yeah. So it's just a bit of everything, really, isn't it? Well, it's unfortunate that it's it that the first thing we see is what people are wearing and how their facial expressions are, because at that point, a lot of stigmas and stereotypes can come in. You know? if, it, if I was walking down the street past this guy wearing a, a full tracksuit and black Air Force Ones, they're thinking I'm going to rob him or something like that. You know, the, the black Air Forces, they, they got that stigma for a reason, but just because you're wearing an item of clothing doesn't necessarily mean you're part of that stigma, but unfortunately, that's just the world we're living in, that... Those things that are a lot of prejudice that. around a lot of prejudices. Like, yeah, yeah, how people dress up. Yeah, exactly. And but sometimes you just—that's just how how it is. And if you do want to change the way you are perceived, then perhaps you're gonna have to make those changes. And you might not want to. But you might feel yeah. happy wearing those clothes. It's like a like a job interview. Like yeah. There obviously there's certain environments and circumstances that you want to dress up a certain way, or you kind of adhere to like a guideline or outline of what you need to do. Hmm. And that's what I noticed. And I think to myself like. In those moments, even though it might feel like less your style to like dress up like that, it's just done to keep everyone in like the same kind of outfits. So then yeah. it's just more professional. Yeah. And I think like it's difficult because 
like we said earlier, sometimes it's what you feel most comfortable with, and some people don't feel comfortable wearing a suit and a tie and yeah. stuff. So it can feel a bit more nerve wracking when you suit. Like, so for some people, suiting up is amazing. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if you watch How I Met Your Mother, but like Barney just suits up all the time. I love that guy. Yeah, so I mean, but like that's that just his element. That's who he is as a person. Yeah. But for some people, suiting up might be like maybe for any special occasions or they might feel a bit nervous because they associate suiting up with like doing job interviews and yeah it's really strange how like we probably haven't come to like a place yet where it's accepted to wear certain like i'm not going to say come in your trackies to a job interview <laughs> but like there's a certain element of like there should be a little bit more leeway like yeah. in the tech industry you basically can wear whatever you want but the standard really is like you have a grab a pair of chinos or jeans yeah you wear like a nice jumper or sweatshirt and yeah. you're off that's it and something like that would be quite good in a job interview as well yeah it would because that's how you're gonna be you know you're not gonna wear a suit every day to work if you're safe for working in our industry at least you're gonna be sitting i wore like, a suit for like the first few days i can't really? lie because i was at all we and then I got told not to wear it anymore. I think by someone <laughs> they at work. Told, yeah, wait, they told me. They weren't said you they, working from they, home? Yeah, they said to, you wore a suit at home. Like I will have my blazer on, I have my shirt and my tie because it was just the first few days, isn't it? So I was like good introduction. <laughs> I didn't know the that. guy said to me like, "Take off your tie, man, like, and your blazer. You don't I need it." I didn't know that. Bro. But like, I don't know. For me, it's like when I wear a suit and a tie, it's like I'm ready to like dominate. Did the you day. feel good wearing it? Of course I did. I love wearing it. So man. you should have kept wearing. No, but the thing is, someone told me not to. So I just started wearing my uh, Armani jumper and just like. Hey, then I started going. Subtle flex. Yeah, like, <laughs> I used to wear that and then maybe like a jeans or like. Yeah. Slowly but surely, the shorts started coming out. Uh, and then, the slowly but surely yeah. underwear, like nothing. <laughs> like, no, Wait, that's just me. That's just me still. That's just mad. Uh, but like, so, yeah. it's just, yeah. I think there's. I don't know. I, I always. I'm a massive fan of wearing suits. Like, mm. you can tell, like, even some of my attire, like, some of these checkered trousers, they. They look like suit trousers. Yeah, like definitely. They, they definitely do. And it's just, I love... If I could wear a blazer out, like, right now, I would want to wear one. Yeah. But, like, it just feels so weird with do some it, of my bro. outfits. Fuck it, do it. Do it. I don't have my blazer on me now. I have to go home. I have to go home. Excuses, but, like, excuses. I'm going home this week, so... Yeah, you're fine. We'll see. So, come yeah, back we'll to the blazer. the podcast. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I might come back with one shirt and tie. There we go. And blazer. Just in case if there's any interviews or just generally if there's, like, a... It's formal like a, event. It is a formal event. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I would love to go to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dress to, just up to like do a baller. Like I love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Dude, I haven't. I haven't worn a suit in so. The last time I wore a suit was to my dad's wedding in 2018, but I wore a leopard print suit. Oh, a le- that's a bit hipster. It, it was no. I'll, I'll try and find a photo while we're chatting. But it was. It was there. It was terrible, bro. I've worn a checkered. I think the most like uh, not outrageous, but the most like unusual thing I've worn like blazer wise. I had a checkered blazer. I don't know if you've seen it. I asked for a black one, but they're gonna give it to me, so I got a dark blue one instead. Checkered, quite in, yeah. I, I reckon that would look pretty sick, you know. I'll show you a picture in a second. Checkered blazer. Yeah. No, because like basically, my dad was wearing. My dad had a leopard print theme thing as well. He had a gold sequin tuxedo. He had like a, a jaguar cravat around it, around um, his collar. So he was like balling out, to be fair. So me and my brother, we just kind of matched it, but. It, it, wasn't, energy. I can respect that. it wasn't really a suit like it wasn't suiting up in the same way the last time I wore a suit an actual suit with like a blazer suit trousers a tie and everything was probably for um, probably for my GCSE prom so Are I was serious? I was 16 so it's been 5 years since I've worn a suit and suited up but that's because like for, for me personally I don't feel comfortable I don't know I don't know what it is I feel like there's too much pressure on you at that point and also I don't know. I maybe I got the wrong stuff. Maybe I didn't get the right suit. But it feels physically restricting. 
I'm not the wrong. I'm I, not to the to wrong be thing. fair, I, I get some of my sh- sh- uh, blazers tailored for me now. Oh, okay. I got to that age, not age. I got to that height and stuff. It's so difficult. I don't know if you can tell in this picture, but you see, it's like checkered a little oh, bit. I've, I think I've seen that one. Did I you don't do a job I, interview in that. You look kind of pain. Oh no, the job one I've worn. I might have worn one for a job interview, but for yeah. the, uh, the one that where I worked at the company I worked at, I wore a different one. But like, I love, I love me, I love a bow tie. Oh, I love oh, me a bow tie. Yeah, I love looking, me a bow tie. See that that right there, charismatic as fuck. Yeah, charismatic as fuck. Like I don't know what it is, but there's some things that give a charisma. But also you got to pull it off though, because sometimes. You can wear a bow tie, but you can wear it wrong. You can like, and you can. It's also the way you're standing. It's the, like it's the presence that you bring brings the yeah. charisma. If you're kind of standing hunched over, looking like a bit of a, I don't want to be mean here, looking like a bit of a nerd, looking like a bit of an. I outcast, think I think the like, bow tie can. No, I feel like your body posture and body language says a lot about you as body well. Body language is like, huge. For example, I notice like sometimes even me like now when I walk, sometimes I don't walk really with my back straight. And really it's weird, like, I kind of hunched a little bit, like, oh and you God. know it's not it's not good for your posture, obviously, but it's just like s- subtle things like that. Like yeah. I remember when you were younger, like I'm just gonna stand up, for example. But yeah. they normally say like, imagine someone's pulling like a string up what from the your head? head, so it's like you keep yourself like upright. I've never so heard that. If you walk like that, then you just walk like this. But you look like a zombie. Like. And, but no, obviously, but like at least your back straight. That's true. That is look true. how tall like. So, like one of our mates is not even that much taller than me yeah. and people say to me he seems much taller than me but it's because I always don't I don't stand up for yeah, yeah, yeah. you know who I'm talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, everyone yeah. says like oh you, they're not even that much taller than you but it's like how I stand up straight I don't I'm like this I'm like I'm yeah, slouched yeah a little bit slouched yeah like if I was properly like up straight it'd be like this I'd be like <laughs> but it looks it feels so weird for me now because obviously when I was younger I taught, uh, like, when I, when I was mates with other people, I was taller than all my mates. Yeah. They're always, like, hunching over talking to them. <laughs> so it feels so weird now. And like, now we're surrounded by a few tall people. Exactly, exactly. But, yeah, no, so the thing is, even just having, yeah, that... I like that. Yeah, yeah I was just showing, for those of you listening, I was showing Manny the, the leopard print. But now, look, look, at, look at this, look at this, look at this. This is this is what my dad was wearing. Bro, he's popping off. The gold tuxedo. Yeah. See the, the Jaguar cravat there in the middle. My God, his thing is right. So there's only certain people who can pull it off. The thing is, pulling it off, is it charismatic to pull it off or is it charismatic that they've gone and done it? Like, that, what, 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 where a, do we, like, where a, does the line go for that? That's a good that? point. That is a like, point. Is the charisma and the fact that you've decided to go with it and you've trusted your instincts and you've made that decision mm-hmm. or, it, or is it to do more to do with the fact that, oh, they've pulled it off and they've done an amazing, like, they look sick, it looks amazing on them. I think... The w- I think you pull it off by your demeanor just as much as what you're wearing. Like, 100%. if you if you have confidence, if you go out thinking, "Oh, I look weird wearing this," you're gonna be initially a little bit reserved. You're gonna be like, you know, not quite getting delved into it. But if you're if you're like, "Yo, I look awesome," I look, and then you carry yourself with that confidence, no matter what you're wearing, you'll pull it off in in air quotes. You'll pull yeah, it off because of you you feel gas about what you're wearing and you feel good about it. So I reckon, like, just. Going out there, if you're happy with what you're wearing, no matter what, we're, me and Manny are talking about wearing some out, outlandish things at the moment, like with the checkered trousers and, you know, if you're going out wearing a nice hoodie and jeans, but you feel good wearing it and you're carrying yourself with confidence, or if you're going out wearing tracksuits, but you're enjoying wearing it and you feel like you're walking down the street and you've got a little spring in your step, you've got a little bit of sparkle, you, you've got good posture, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. As long as you got that finger with it, you got that confidence. 100%. You can be charismatic no matter what you wear, but it does help to wear something that is 
a bit more unique, a bit more out there, because then people will be like, yeah, that's a charismatic person. I think also, like, when people have their own styles, like, people yeah. also approach you, like, to be honest, I've been approached at very, like, very few times where even still people are like, oh, I really like your outfit, or, like, how You've inspired me with the jacket. Some, some people, some people, yeah, to, credit to my mum, by the way, for some of the outfit choices <laughs> that she grabs me, but, like, for the most part, I say, oh, why do you wear, like, someone asks you, why do you wear checkered trousers? I was like, oh, I just feel, it just... I don't know what it was. Yeah. Like one day I just looked on um my mum sent me this uh link to this like website and it asked for you recommendations of what you like to wear. I saw some guy wearing it and I'm like, This looks really cool. Mm. How do I make it work? <laughs> and then that's when I started buying them. Yeah. And then I just got obsessed. And then they're like uh like slightly like trimmed at three quarter length ones. Yeah. So that's why I go with the long that's why I go with the long socks. Oh, okay, okay. And then I've got like I just bought some shoes in that box you can take Ooh, a look at later. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like I'm trying to like up the game a little bit, but yeah. it's just and it's not like I'm spending like a lots of a lots yeah, of money. I don't really I'm not a massive fan of spending a lot anyway on clothing. Yeah, it's just that stuff that I feel like I would wear consistently yeah. and a lot. Like I, you see, like Zuckerberg could just wear the same T-shirt and jeans every day. <laughs> but if he's comfortable with that, he's comfortable with that. But for me, it's like I want something a bit different. But the trousers might be the same, or like I rotate with three different trousers yeah. normally, and like. I've bought the same, bro. I've got the exact same jeans in that cupboard, exact same company, exact same color, yeah. exact same size. Two of the same. Yeah, two of the same. Just because I like it wearing works. them. It works. Yeah, and then I've got like those uh, brown chinos. I've yeah. got another set of brown ones in there. Exact same. There we go. Pretty much. And it's just stuff like that. Like I love wearing uh, clothing. Like yeah, that and, and, it, and like it's not a super expensive thing to care about what you wear. Like if you go to Primark and you just see things that you like wearing and you think, oh, that could work. Like, I have, um, you inspired me with the denim jacket with the, the, the fluffy kind of um, embellishments on yeah. it. And I've been complimented by, like, three or four different people wearing that. And they're like, oh, where's it from? Like, it's from Primark. Primark. It's cost me, it, Primark, exactly. Yeah. It, cost me tw- it cost me 20 pounds for a jacket that I can wear all throughout winter because it's quite warm. Exactly. That's not a lot. That's not a big investment for something you wear every day that will keep you warm and look stylish and it looks good. At least in my opinion, I think it looks good, so therefore I carry myself with it looking good. 100%. It's not, um, you know, you don't have to be super rich to do it. I know some people spend hundreds of pounds on things that don't even look that great. Or at least to me, it doesn't look that great. They may love it. Good Everyone has their own definition of fashion. I exactly. Think, like, I think maybe to an extent it's the same with charisma, where it's like, you might find an individual charismatic for yeah. a completely different reason someone else yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like fashion where it's like someone's fashion sense that might be completely outlandish to you yeah. might be very attractive to someone else. Yeah. And like talking about that, how important do you think being charismatic is in this in today's society? How how where would you value it? Um there's there's some other traits which I'd value above being charismatic. So it's being kind. That's like for me, that's above being charismatic, being considerate being truthful to yourself and to others but charismatic is it's like there's like there's like the top there's like a top tier there's like the tier list we're saying tier list yeah s tier is like being nice being kind so that the best of the best basically yeah those are the things that people should strive to have but i think maybe a or b tier is where charismatic is i would say if all the top five things i can think of right now is probably in the top five for me really being charismatic yeah in terms of what in terms of being successful in terms of being no but like i just think it's important like i think i think there's a um charisma can carry you a very very long way that is a good point whether it's with mates whether it's meeting people whether it's work environments like charisma is so so important to like 
as much as it might be very difficult and many people might not like corporate in general yeah. to climb up the ladder and to do very well you've got to have an air of charisma about you and yeah. I think that's why I put it up in the top 5 like obviously I say top 5 now because I can't think of like the very important ones are going to be up there but I think it's just I think it's right next to it I do, genuinely think yeah. it's right next to it I think like you said in that list I think it'd be being kind being considerate uh, like having empathy for others and I think charisma is just there I think charisma is literally on this in the same echelon because charisma impacts all parts of life say if we were to partition life into its key things like work home social if we're going to do those three things being charismatic in just, the Venn diagrams in yeah, the yeah exactly it, it enhances all of those aspects and so it, it enhances your ability to be social and make friends and also keep those friends. It enhances your ability to grow in a work environment and to make, you know, to, in, to turn strangers into colleagues, into work yeah, friends. Exactly. You know, and it, it's really important. And of course, uh, with your home life, if you're charismatic and you can then go out and meet a partner, for example, and then, you know, you have to be charismatic to get that first initial click. But for a lot of the time, that's the case. Sometimes it doesn't have to be. But it does make it easier. Being charismatic is a good social lubricant, I would say. Yeah. And that applies to all walks of life. And no, I can see certainly why you would put it in the top five. And to be honest, now that we're talking about it, I I'm kind of swayed It kind well. of glues everything yeah, together. It does, I think it that's does. the way, when you really think of charisma, you normally like kind of associate it with one thing only. Yeah. But when you really delve into it, I think it's in every aspect of your life. And I feel like it's really in the middle. Yeah. As much as it like... I don't want to say it's a non-essential, but like as much as it might not seem as important as being kind to individuals and doing the right thing and yeah. things like that, I really think it's in that lower part of that same bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. I'm with you, I'm with you. Um, but just what we're talking about, and beforehand you mentioned that people can find individuals charismatic but for different reasons. I'd like to get your thoughts on this. So my girlfriend finds um, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange incredibly charismatic because of their intelligence. And because of their facial hair, they've got like the little, they've got the moustache and they've got the little goatee thing there. She finds those two things incredibly charismatic. To me, that's kind of strange. I'll tell you, I'll give you a good example if we're going to talk about Marvel. Yeah. Steve Rogers. Yep. And uh, Tony Stark, when you look at them, how they present themselves in like the movies and in the interviews, Mm -hmm. I think both are charismatic, would you agree with me? I would agree, but I'd agree that Tony Stark's more. Okay, but let me explain though. I think people think Tony Stark's more for two reasons. Very sarcastic individual, very mm. self-deprecating in his jokes. That's true. So that means he doesn't really take himself too seriously. Yeah. But it and with that it kind of comes with that charisma where he's able to do that and get away with it. Yeah. There's some people who might do those kind of jokes and people might just start violating them. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not really good with that. <laughs> but with with uh, with um, Steve Rogers. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so, sorry, with Captain America, basically, he's more of a kind individual, you've seen his interviews, confident. very, like, confident person, very kind, very playful individual, yeah. I would say that's equally charismatic as Tony Stark, it's well. just that, like, there's two different styles there, yeah. and that's what I mean, where people gravitate towards one more than the other, like, yeah. for me, personally, I like to veer more towards Tony Stark, because yeah. I love the whole jokes, vibes, and, like, sometimes I do try and have a bit of fun here and there sometimes. Yeah. And I, I kind of relate to him to an extent. But it's just one of those things where those two individuals are very charismatic, but very different approaches, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. And people pick up on that. Well, there's one commonality there that we've both seen is confidence. Both of them are confidence. Where Cap- while Captain America is a stoic, sturdy, 
you know, and keep everybody in check and keep everything flowing and things will be all right. He's got that kind of confidence. Whereas Tony Stark has just got confidence is exuding from him that, yo, he's 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 the top dog and he's going to bring everyone into the future exactly. and things are going to go great. They've got different ways of approaching things, but they both have confidence. And it's very hard to tell someone, oh, you want to be more, more charismatic? Just get more confidence. Because sometimes the people who might not necessarily have that as an initial, you know, feeling... They might find it weird to be like, well, how can I be more confident? How can I have something that I don't have exactly, as well? Exactly. I think something like that. So for people who are trying to be more charismatic and start trying to make little adjustments that they can do, we've done a little bit of research to try and hopefully make things, you know, help you identify ways that you can perhaps become more charismatic and ease a little bit more into these social situations. So the first one that I'd love to, to mention is to... Pace your speech. Bro, I did not do that at all. That's really? I don't do it, bro. I'm I'm really fast talker. I notice it myself. Yeah. My mates say it to me. Yeah. As much as it like I don't know how to say this in a way without trying to big myself up, but like as much as I, it is important, I've actually done alright. The thing is, yeah, you you've done. Well, I've actually done pretty well, well innit? I'll back you. Uh, yeah, you've exactly. Well. <laughs> I'll back you. I'll back you here. But like that's but necessarily pace your speech doesn't necessarily mean slow it down. It just means. I think at least it means be in what you're saying. Try not to mumble. Try not to talk under oh, your okay. breath. Try not to but yeah. just like just speak it out like, loud. I, I'm like Speedy Gonzalez. Like my yeah, mates used to say Arima, to me. Arima. My, my <laughs> mates say to me like you talk as if that you're doing a hundred meter sprint <laughs> with you saying bolt, and there's no need for that. But yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just that I'm still constantly constantly anxious a little bit mm. when I talk to people, but. It's, it's kind of as much as it, like I do speak quite fast I would like to think I've got quite a lot of charisma I'm, think, not, I'm not yeah. sure like I have to let I'd agree. judge I'd, I'd, I'd agree to yeah. that I'd agree to that as, a, as an independent adjudicator yeah. I'd agree but like it's just like that as, as in of those things I'm looking at now on this list mm-hmm. that's probably my worst one really? yeah because yeah. I, 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 I it's weird because the, the one about remembering little details about people because my memory's very good it's so awkward when I see people and I know stuff about them, but they don't remember me. They, oh, Man, those are the worst oh, ones. Because it's like, I know what you do for a degree. I know what you're about. You know what you're up we to spoke, last year. I remember speaking to you as well. And it's like, someone be like, no, I don't remember you. And it's like, you have to kind of, I mean, for me, I have to keep that in the back of my mind. So yeah. I might ask the same questions again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the thing is, so I'll talk about asking the same questions. Um, another thing you can do is ask clarifying questions. And... For those listening, Manuel, do you able to define what clarifying questions actually are? Like, if, for example, if you know, I feel like if clarifying questions, like when you know the answer to an extent, but you still want to ask the question. Yeah. So, for example, you might, I might say to you, "Oh, uh, you're like I do computer science." Yeah. I'm like, okay, so can you what what does what is computer science about? I might know about it anyway, and then you might say to me, "Oh, it's about computers. It's about like we do programming," and then I might ask like some follow up questions beyond that. But I feel like with clarifying questions, you don't want to make it too interview either. Yeah. So, like, for example, here is, like, oh, so one of our mates went to South Korea. So, we'd be like, oh, so you went to South Korea for an entire year. And then it's, like, they've already mentioned that they were there. Yeah. And then you just reiterate on the fact that, so then someone else can add more detail to that. It's, like, so they know that you're listening. Exactly. And I, I, writing this down, I actually underline the word so. It's, like, oh, well, so you went to Korea for an entire mm-hmm. year after they already told you that they had yeah. like, Oh, yeah, 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 it was great. And then it's just... It shows that you're involved and it shows that you're interested and that person will remember you because you haven't, they were, you were talking about yourself 
to them and so then they'll it'll it'll just be more prevalent you know 100%. and it's just it shows that you're interested in them as well and that you're listening i think also is like it just demonstrates you're actively listening to what they have to say yeah i mean it's very easy to passively listen exactly you i have conversations with people and there's and even maybe people notice it on the podcast sometimes i'm sitting here and I stop because the truth is I've just zoned out <laughs> and uh, like, obviously I don't mean to do it on purpose but then it's like that's why sometimes for some people I uh, sometimes I openly admit saying you know what I didn't actually hear that I wasn't listening can you say that again please and it, sometimes that is actually appreciated because even though you weren't listening you know that you've acknowledged someone said something and but with the clarifying questions is more of a when you're popular, when you're really in a conversation and you're very interested in someone I feel like those are good questions to like ask because it's like yeah. you're trying to one you're trying to get more from it the interaction but two is like you actually care yeah. I mean when people notice that you actually care it, it, the conversation flows so much better like I, I remember very specifically that I didn't even know that I told my told someone this and then I was walking with them back home the other night from football and they were like oh so you worked at BA Systems right and I was like internally I didn't say this out loud internally I was like Yo, I don't even, I even I remember, remember that I told you that. Yeah, exactly. I don't even remember that I told you. I mean, you. when people remember those little details, yeah, it's so, something it's about something about that. I don't know what it is. I don't want to say it's that like you're being recognised, but I think that's kind of what it is, really. That yeah. like you're kind of being. You don't need to. T- you you don't want to tell people that you want to not feel wanted, but like you don't yeah. want to tell people you want to feel like n- known or yeah. Or like, but it's at the nice same time, it's always nice to have it that. Is, yeah, exactly. And so. Like, that person, in my eyes, is like, wow, he actually paid attention and he knew that about yeah. me. And that in- improved the whole... Obviously, we, you know, we were chatting and finding it was like, course, really nice that, to catch yeah. up, but that but improved the like, whole interaction. I feel like the other person, like, now, for you, even if the interaction wasn't as great as you think it was, yeah. you still come away from it thinking it was amazing. Absolutely. And I think that's where charisma comes in, where it's like, sometimes you might have a really, really bad conversation... But this person might say a few things and it, it's not necessarily what they say, it's just how they say it. Yeah. And you might come away walking around and say, oh, this guy's such a great person. Yeah. This girl's so amazing and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And you never really, like, can, it's never really, like, you might even forget most of the conversation, but it's those few moments that people, you kind of hold on to because they're so compelling in those moments as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where charisma really comes in. Yeah, just, it's, it's, it's really nice to see it. And a lot of these things we've written down kind of do... They gel into the same thing, so feign or demonstrate a genuine interest and remember the little details about people and asking clarifying questions. Those three pieces of advice kind of are interlinked, they're quite similar, but they also do make a big difference. 100%. And then we also have practice non weird eye contact and keep things positive. I think it's quite easy when you have a conversation and you speak to someone. Sometimes when you talk about yourself a lot, it might go very like positive to negative quite quickly. Yeah. And I noticed that in some people. And as much as it's like, some people might think that you're connecting with someone when you're able to say like, not bad things, but like stuff that you're not really comfortable, vulnerable, like you want to say to other people. Yeah. It's just sometimes at the start of an interaction, it's not really where you want to go. Yeah. Or like even the, on the first interaction, that's not really the first place you want to be going to. Yeah, like even yesterday's uh, talking again about the same thing, the person I was chatting to, he admittedly he admitted to me oh yeah no I didn't have the the best experiences at my placement but he didn't when we were talking about for the rest of the walk home he didn't talk about what was bad about it he was like oh yeah but I got to see all these really cool things I got you know sneak previews into certain certain media events I got to you know have these really valuable experiences so 
he wasn't even though he didn't have a great time in terms of his management he didn't dwell on it he either. didn't dwell on it and he was indexing all the things that were great and I would say the person I was walking back with he's got, he's got charisma I like him he's yeah. a great guy and like he's a charismatic person and doing that keeping it positive is so important um, I, I don't want to throw anyone under the, under the bus here in particular but uh, an ex-partner of mine she was finding it difficult to make friends and she found it difficult to hold on to friendships and I had to be quite honest with her at one point and be quite not brutally honest but just respectfully honest that you, you, the reason people weren't yelling to her as much as she wanted to is because a lot of the time the conversations that she would talk about weren't about negative things and this was the people she wasn't necessarily particularly close with either it's just the people she just met and people that she'd only interacted no, once or twice 100%. before and I, I was saying to her like if you go into conversations and you're negative people are going to think you're a negative influence and not want to have you around and I that's think, not the case yeah as it's like even like even talking about myself for example i i like having deep conversations but yeah as much as it frustrates me that i hate small talk yeah i still know i have to because that's the game man. <laughs> it's and the it game really, is it and it really just like frustrates me i was like <laughs> man i can't be asked with this stuff like i man can we just can we fast forward like i don't want to do this but a part of me knows it's part of the process and it is sometimes. as much as i like I, I normally as much as I like say that on the first interaction I don't have a deep convo I always might chuck in a, a very interesting subtle question and I love doing that but man I really can't like for that's what I mean like for me I understand I wouldn't want to go super deep in the first conversation but sometimes I do airdrop a little yeah, yeah, you, little you test the waters, the seat. Test, yeah, the waters. Yeah, test the water <laughs> see what's going on and then see where I can go with it but for the most part I know what you're saying especially yeah. being negative yeah it's the association that you have with that person now. And the thing is, this is what I noticed, as much as like it's very easy to say that your words don't necessarily dictate the conversation, the fact that like you might say 10 amazing things and then one bad thing, that mm. one bad thing might stick to you more than those 10 great things. Yeah. And the funny thing is, when we talk about charisma, as much as it is an art form, we as individuals can never actually, I don't want to say define, but... We can never really concretely say why someone's charismatic. I agree with you with the individual that you spoke about earlier about their charismatic. Yeah. Now tell me why. It's as much as we want to like. You <laughs> can't. A good point. You can't do it. You can't like. No, I don't want to say quantify, but you're not able to express it in words, and I think that's the art of it. It's like it's such a mystery, but you there's something about them, and it's yeah, like I don't know the, what it is. That's the phrase. That's the phrase. Yeah, there's something, something about, about them, them. and I love that. And if it's we, like, yeah, if you're gonna take anything that's away, that's what I mean. Like with charisma, it's. There's, there's something about them. You might not have your finger on it, but yeah. you know there's something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that they have something. And it might not even be like... They might not be super, um, like, going out person. They might be quite reserved as an individual. But you can tell in a conversation one-on-one, you might be like, oh... This, that, what, what, and you, sometimes it's like it's like a like a magical moment. Like, what just happened? Yeah. And you really can't tell. <laughs> and I think that's the beauty of it, though. Yeah, but it's, it's, it is a... A hard thing to master but you can I think there's some charisma that comes naturally but there's also some that can be taught just to turn yourself from someone who's not charismatic at all to something where there's a level of oh this is cool I, I feel comfortable with this and people seem comfortable around me rather than completely flipping the script and being this super charismatic person but you know I've seen that I've seen that change in one of my in one of my friends since he's been at uni you know he's completely flipped the, flipped the script and and now he's, you know, probably one of the most charismatic individuals that I know. But again, 
I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I really can't. So it's just those little things, you know, being able to keep things positive and, you know, being able to... And we mentioned practicing non-weird eye contact. The reason I mentioned non-weird is you don't want to be staring at someone in the eyes yeah. for like half an hour straight while having a conversation. But also at the same time, you don't want to be constantly like looking at your phone, checking your pockets, looking down, avoiding eye contact, because that shows a lack of confidence. And we mentioned at the very start, confidence being a key factor. You know what I give everyone the challenge to do, because I try to do this myself. Right. When you're out with mates, don't use your phone at all. Yeah. And sometimes, like, when I'm using it, I call it out and be like, you know what, I'm putting my phone away for the rest of the season. And I might just do that. Dash on, dash on dash the bed. On the, dash on the bed. Uh, no, but obviously, right now it's on the bed. But, like, <laughs> if we're out somewhere eating, I put in my pocket yeah. and I just have a conversation. Yeah. As much as it is, like, can be that. Even the first time I did that, I was like, this is so difficult. Yeah. I don't know what to do. It's, and there's yeah. also going to be silences. But at the same time, it's you do it so much and so often that it's just, for me now, it's natural not even to pull out my phone when I'm out with my mm-hmm. mates. When we're out in a restaurant or we're talking yeah. or having a chat, I'll yeah. put my phone away. And it's just something about it. I just really like, we're walking home from football, I don't even think I pull my phone out. Beautiful, man. Because you're just used to it. Yeah, like, And you get used to it over time, and it's like a, it's an ongoing process. Yeah. And yeah. times of what I will be pulling out my phone and stuff. Checking and things. Checking things, but for the most part, like, if there's like an environment where like I'm going out with my mates, let's say we all went to a restaurant, all of yeah. our boys. I mean, you sat there. I wouldn't want to pull my phone well, out. I wouldn't even consider like my phone. Exactly, because you just be there in, the in, in the moment, just having a conversation. Yeah, like. definitely. We actually need to plan that, by the way. We do. We, we should plan should that. We should plan that. that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that's for that story for after the podcast. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but no, so when I'm say with I'm out with my family or with my girlfriend, in particular with her actually, what I would do sometimes because not gonna lie, she calls it out on me a lot, and it's very true. I'm on my phone a fair amount when we're together. And it's terrible. And I don't know why I do it. I check my phone constantly. But when we're out... You're dude, a quick WhatsApp reply. I am a quick... Well, yeah, exactly. I'm That's the thing, because I'm on my phone. Yeah. So, But when I'm when I'm with her, she, she picks up and she's like, Joey, what's in your phone? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I know I shouldn't be. So a lot of the time now, I'm trying to improve upon that. Is say if we're sitting down at the dinner table or we've gone out to eat or doing something together... I'll like leave my phone in the other room completely, or I'll put it on the table face down, and so that's what I mean. Just, yeah. just show that I'm not looking at my phone, I'm not looking at any messages. I'm I'm in this. I'm invested in this interaction right here, and like yeah, it means some people get offended by that. By the way, we'll put when, your phone. f- when your phone's on the table. Really? Because I feel like I feel like if you show it, no, I'm not gonna show. It. Like, I get like as in I get it, but I feel like sometimes it's like. It's a bit awkward. I, I feel like it's a bit awkward <laughs> leaving it on the table, so I'd rather just put it in my pocket and just leave it there. It's, it's not in sight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's in my pocket, again, I can just reach for it and look at it quickly. Though. Yeah, but like, if you just do this and you're talking to someone... Yeah. Like, okay, I need to check the message. I need to check what's on for the podcast, the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Questions. <laughs> It's a bit more difficult for me, yeah. but, like, I can still have a conversation and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah, no, it's just... I do that sometimes, so I'm going to try and get better at it, I'm trying to improve, um, but it's, it's, it's taking its time. I'm a little bit addicted to my phone, so I need to try and do that, which, you know, I'm not saying that to try and improve my charisma, I'm saying that just to improve the interactions I have with people. 100%. And, you know, in terms of improving charisma, have you got anything else you'd like to add to that? I, I'm, I'm, I'm I was going to talk about what we said earlier about the stuff, those little practices that you mentioned, those big six, mm-hmm. I think we went over. But it's funny, like, all of these things sound like learnt skills. I feel like you can learn these things. Yeah. You're taught these things at a young age as well. And, like, some of them you aren't, but for the most part, some things you are. And it's like, remember to look at someone when you're talking to them. Don't look at, like, their feet or don't look, like, beyond them because it just shows yeah. that you don't really care. And that's what I noticed. 
But also, I'll be, I'll be completely honest, as cringe as this may sound, and I obviously want to talk about it anyway. Yeah, I used to watch YouTube videos on like getting charisma and like <laughs> being more confident. Yeah. And it sounds really weird, like thinking about it now. But they played a good part, when, like even subconsciously. Maybe I don't consciously like remember as much as I do remember what's in those videos. I don't like think about oh I'm in this interaction. Oh, let me refer to video two hundred eighty-seven <laughs> part f- uh, five minutes in. 20 seconds on that annotation of the diagram he showed like no it's never like that yeah. it's never so rigid but as much as I probably won't like to admit that subconsciously I might have those teachings in my head and I use them I think they're still important to know and learn and it's actually one of my friends who got me onto like these videos to like if, if you want to be for me we spoke and he's like if you want to be like successful like have a like be an all-rounded person you want to be able to like have certain social skills and if you don't work on these now it's going to be much difficult when you're older and he wasn't wrong and then that's why i started watching youtube videos i started like looking at there's a youtube channel called charisma on command and the guy would analyze clips of people it sounds really weird <laughs> analyze clips of people and be like these are the reasons why they're charismatic or this is the reason why they're confident or, yeah this is what you should do in a conversation and as much as it sounds very like lecture learning stuff it was actually really useful and really yeah. important to me and it can become second nature to the point where it's natural charisma rather than learnt charisma yeah. it's just if you practice it and you just make that a part of your demeanour yeah and your life in general yeah. I think once it becomes a part of your lifestyle and you do it like for the first few times I'm like this is really difficult mm-hmm. this is super difficult I can't do this and sometimes it did backfire it's like you like you might like do like in one of the videos it was like oh like if you're talking to someone in general like maybe you like poke a joke at them for fun and then just like be like i'm joking and don't get me wrong like, i might have done it once or twice when i was younger and obviously people take me like yo that was kind of deep like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> i was a bit harsh and obviously then you know like your how your audience reacts and then you uh, you kind of adapt for the audience and change again and it's mm-hmm. it's an ongoing process but it's you're going to fall on your face sometimes. It's like riding a bike. You're going to start doing it. You're going to fall over. You might have stabilised at the start just to get used to it, but then you need to take those off and then you're going to start going on your own. And it's like, as much as those videos have an influence on me, I have my own, like, I don't say charismatic style, but, like, I have my own thing that I like doing Mm -hmm. about it. And I I, I like to think that's kind of, it's it's an evolved style, evolved kind of like, some of my, like, let's, I'll give you an example, like, some of my jokes, I didn't watch videos about how to make jokes, that's not really what I'm about, (laughs) but like, like, there might be like jokes that I tell that, to be honest, to the common person, it sounds a bit weird, like, what does that mean, but like, to people who understand the references, they're like, like, they know that I'm big braining it, like, it's so, (laughs) it's crazy how my mind's gone there, yeah, Yeah. and it's, it's just stuff like that, where, for me, I've always been a person who likes to do, like, certain things that are a bit, like, out there. But if you know, you know. And I mm. love that. Like, something mm-hmm. about that, like, it's like a... You have, like, an external inside joke because some people will know it. Yeah. And I love that. And yeah. it's just something about my style telling jokes. I love doing that. Yeah. I mean, that's like with me and the jewellery that I wear. A lot of the jewellery that I wear is inspired by things that I'm interested in. And a lot of them are video game based. They just... A lot of the time, it's just, like, looks like a cool symbol. But... If you know, you know. Like if if you say, no, I I'm assuming that's based on a video game. Yeah, it was based on Naruto. Oh, this is Naruto. Yeah, exactly. The next I'm wearing right now. Which one is it? Hidan. 
Oh, he it's, done done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his, it's his, it's his Yeah, it's his next. And like, I've got one for the. I'll last be honest, of us. but I didn't. I said I've not watched Naruto. Uh-huh. I don't remember that. The thing is, there's distinct things. That's what I mean. The people, some people can appreciate that. As much as I watched Naruto, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't. I forgot. I know he wears a necklace, but I forgot it looked like yeah. that. Yeah. But I feel like for the cotton, for them, like very like. How to, like, niche person it's very much like appreciated yeah exactly and even for some people I think with charisma as well you can pull it off and someone might be like that's cool yeah. even if you don't know what it is exactly. it looks cool that's what and I like what about I mean. the, that's what I like about the kind of jewelry that I picked like I've got a Pikachu tail which looks like a lightning bolt but it's clearly if you know that it's Pikachu's if you watch Pokemon that's you play Pokemon you know Pikachu's tail exactly. but it also looks like just a nice piece of jewelry so that's the kind of stuff I like to wear as a like it's, a, it's an external inside joke as you call it so I like that phrase man I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start using that one I'm gonna start start call, talking about that sometimes but mm. um, while we're coming towards the, the end the latter stage of the podcast I did actually want to ask do you think that there's a point at which you can become too charismatic and whether this is degradating in any sense can you like do you have any examples because for me I don't feel like I think charisma is like when we talked about earlier, it's like compelling charm. I don't mm-hmm. think you can... Being too charismatic doesn't mean that you're an arrogant person, I don't yeah. think. I think there's a complete difference there. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, I think charismatic is very much a positive thing. I don't think you can have too much, but if I'm assuming you have like an idea. Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll pose to you this scenario that there was some research done about people in leadership roles. And there was a point at which an individual was found to be too charismatic because they would have a some people would believe that they have an insincere character because of their charisma they would believe there's no way this person can be this good in terms and then they would start to be like okay they're a great people person they've got great charisma but what about that and then as they as that increased the belief in their technical competence decreased that was found when it reached a certain point of no return so they would see that the is the, it the individual's technical competence reduced or the other people's beliefs in this individual's technical the competence? The other people's beliefs. Okay, cool. So the belief, so it wasn't actually that they were any less competent. Yeah, it's it just was that, that they thought there was the, um, they had the impression that they were ineffective and, in, and less competent, when in reality that might not be the case. It probably wasn't the case. But because they were really selling them, uh, this from, at least from the research I was looking at, that's a point at which became a de- detriment to be that charismatic and also you see it sometimes that some people who are overly positive which is a big aspect of charismatic yeah. can sometimes be out of touch but i don't think that's what charisma I is i think that's a bit more i don't want to say delusional but that's yeah. kind of where it goes but i think i understand what you're saying like when someone's so good with people if i'm honest it's sometimes people think they get their merits for what they've done is because they're a good people's person mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, I think, I like to think my technical ability is good, mm-hmm. but I know if I'm in an interview with someone, it's it's a lights out, like, it's going to be, it's going to go really well. Yeah, get over. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like, I can understand if someone was like to me, oh, you kind of got where you were because you're good with people, mm-hmm. but ultimately, you don't stay there because of the people. You stay there as much as technical it, ability. Uh, uh, yeah, as much as the people might have an influence on your decision, in terms of whether you stay or not, if you're not good at your job, the job is going to get rid of you, man. That's Ooh, the truth. That's a good point, yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah. So I think, in terms of, can you be too charismatic? In this scenario, as a leader, like a manager, potentially, if you're only good at man, man I feel like, I feel like it's not, I feel like it's an issue because it comes from other people, though, in the fact that other people stop believing in you. Yeah. 
I think that's when it becomes a problem. But for the most part, I wouldn't see being too charismatic as an issue. Like, as an individual, I feel like you'll be enjoying life. Like, things will be going good for you. But it's just that in the workplace, it might seem like in this scenario, when people lack the belief in you, I think you don't even need to be charismatic to be too charismatic to the people for people not to believe in you. I think if you don't have any charisma, people might not believe in you either. Absolutely. So it works both ways. But yeah. I think once you lose the people, then it's very difficult to come back. I mean, obviously, I've, I've proposed a very specific use case. But for the most part in life, I, I'm with you. I don't think you can be mm. too charismatic. Because the thing about charisma is it's not just confidence. It's not just arrogance. It's not anything like that. It's just... it's confidence mixed in with humility mixed in with being able to you know look at other people and listen to what they've got to say rather than talk about yourself and show how charismatic you are but the charisma comes in talking about talking about you know things that other people are interested in and you show interest in other people which makes it not necessarily uh, you know not necessarily such a, a bad thing to be too charismatic i'd say 100 percent. and just for the last question like a two-part here because earlier i mentioned youtube as an alert skill have you used any resources to build your charisma or do you feel like you've always kind of been like that? And the last one is, well, based on that answer, would you consider yourself a charismatic person? Interesting. Okay, so I've mainly probably seen I've done a few facial expressions there. In terms of uh, looking at, at videos or guides, for example, I haven't necessarily looked at guides or videos on how to be charismatic per se. But what I have done is looked at WikiHow you Wiki know how, Wiki how, Wiki like, how, the infamous yeah, the infamous one on how to handle certain situations so one of the things i did look at wiki how was how to have a first kiss i'm exposing myself <laughs> out here i'm exposing myself i'm being honest with you people yeah. and for people listening if they didn't know that now you know uh i did actually look at wiki how and how to do that because as charismatic as i may have hoped i was and you know clearly I was charismatic enough to be able to have a partner. Get to that stage as well. Get that stage where I thought this would be a possibility. I ended up not having any clue what to do because I was 13 at the time and I had no idea. So I was like, okay, let me me consult the experts of WikiHow and find out what to do. So I never, I explored those options, but I never specifically went on to looking at how can I be charismatic, but I did look at scenarios. Yeah, there were like scenarios where you kind of searched and you think to yourself, Oh, this is what this is what people suggested. Yeah. Maybe that's the way I would go about yeah. it. So I pre-prepared for situations to arise in the real world, and I kind of practiced it in my own head as to how this interaction could go, and also alternative ways that the interaction could take itself. That maybe some people may say that takes a natural flow of conversations away from things, but for me at thirteen. I didn't want to mess anything up, you know. I was really just like, okay, I really just want to make this work and stuff like that. I really want to see how it goes. Um, so I just tried to make it maybe less inauthentic, but it was more comfortable for me at that point to look at the wiki house and to try and find out ways to do things. So that's that's what I would say in terms of looking at those things. And to answer the second part, would I consider myself charismatic? I, I would say, yeah. I would say I do. I spent a lot of time... Um, asking people about themselves because when you ask people about themselves and say even if I do want to talk about myself and maybe I do want to be self-centered for a bit and talk about how how much how much of a great time I've been having this past year or so 
I don't want to go straight out there and just throw it in people's faces. No, so I will, uh, you know... I'm just slide it in so you know you're going to You know the question yeah, is yeah, exactly. coming. You know it's coming back no, to you. Course, so that's the thing. Course. So I will ask them. You'll ask questions you want to get asked I, yourself. But at the same time, I do actually want to know what yeah, they've been up to. Yeah, you're genuinely like, interested. I am genuinely interested, but there's a part of me which is like, which is also... My turn's coming my t- Exactly. Oh, it's going to be me soon. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know. So it's, it's nice to hear that and yeah. to be able to talk about myself a little bit. And also get an understanding of other people but what helps is is the English lessons I did back in A-levels that really improved my vocabulary you know my brother said his vocabulary is absolutely terrible and he's literally taking taking steps now to just improve his general vocab yeah and just improve like he's a really great people's person he can talk to people for hours but he finds a lot of the time that his brain works too quickly he's halfway through a sentence and he goes and he loses track of it and he just sighs and he restarts because his brain's moving too quickly and he's a very, very intelligent guy. But And he also doesn't have as much vocab as he wants to do because he doesn't read as much as he used to either. So he's trying to make those steps to change it and to improve that. And I think that I'm my, my charisma benefits from being able to find the words to describe things and also empathise with people and crack jokes here and there and make people feel at ease. But at the same time... I don't feel uncomfortable when there's a bit quiet either. And I think that's very important, is to be comfortable, have a comfortable silence with people, have a comfortable moments of quiet and not have to fill the void with some humdrum conversations or some humming or something like that. Sometimes it's cool to just vibe and just chill. So it's about finding that good balance. And I would say I'm, I'm decently charismatic. I'd say there's plenty of things I can do to improve that. You know, there's plenty of times when I could be less distracted by other things, less wrapped up in my own thoughts and be a bit more out there for other people. And that's something that I'm trying to change. But a good thing is that I'm aware of that and I'm ready to make that change and trying to make steps towards that. What about yourself, Manny? Because personally, I would say you're one of those charismatic people that I know. I'm not sure if you'd echo the same sentiment. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not, no, I know genuinely, that genuinely, that I would say that you are. So where, um, where would you place yourself? I think I am charismatic, yes, but... It's come from a place where I thought, for me, I don't know what it was, but I, I, was, I wasn't really able to, I spoke to people, but I didn't talk to them for that long. Okay. As much as I talk now for ages, <laughs> I used to not be much of a talker. Okay. And then I thought to myself, you can never not have a conversation with anyone if you know stuff about like, so at school it would be like people's subjects. Mm. So I might do a little bit of reading into certain subjects and be like, oh, this person does bio, even though I did biology, I'd be like, oh, I'd ask them questions and stuff. Like someone that does a completely different subject to me, like for example, if someone does sociology, I'll talk to him and be like, oh, what's your... And I might do some research and be like, oh, you know what? I've actually got a question for you. How would you answer this question? Mm-hmm. And then that's where the conversation starts and then we start going. Yeah. And for me, it was like, if you have not a little bit of knowledge and a bit of everywhere, yeah. then you you can't run out of stuff. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a pulling out cards <laughs> out of a deck. It's like 52, you're going on for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going on for as long Seven as you need diamonds. to. Seven diamonds. Exactly. Yeah, you can go for ages and it's like, for me it was like, become a likeable person was where I wanted to go first. Nice. And then also like, being able to uphold conversation with basically anyone. Once I put those together, I think that's when the charisma came. Yeah. Because it was like, it was like, my mind, and then my mind, bro, I'm like similar to your brother, my mind works at like 200 miles per hour. But I've got the vocab to back it up, so I continue. Yeah. Maybe that's why I talk too fast, because <laughs> I'm trying to get it all out in one go. But yeah. my mind already, my mind knows of what I want to say. 
like I'm really I'm playing like chess and I've got three pieces in the head but in my head but I know what I want to say and I know what the next question is Yeah. I'm like a little kid really enthusiastically trying to put their hand up for the question answer pick me, miss, pick yeah, me. and then I've got the answer to the next question even though she hasn't asked it <laughs> and it's just that's kind of how I've been able to successfully do it Yeah. and I've really enjoy, I've really like seen my charisma uh, like my charisma like increase quite a lot and like even now when I see people's like I go to mates' places and I go to their kitchens and talk to their people, uh, like yeah. their housemates. They, all, I would like to think they all quite like me. They, some of them ask you to come back. Some of them say to spend more time <laughs> with us. And it's like, maybe it is my charisma. Maybe it's just that my likable personality. But it's it's one of those things where I wanted to, I wanted to be. To be honest, it comes from a bad. When I think about it now, it really came from a quite a, like not a bad place, but the intention of like I want I want to be liked. I also yeah. wanted to realise that if I become the best person, then I can't be refused at all. And, like, it's so weird, as much as that sounds out loud, it doesn't sound right, but it's like, I can always have a conversation with someone, I can, and I'll all, I will be liked. So it's like, as much as the intentions weren't a good, a good thing to start off with, mm-hmm. it kind of transitioned over to who I am today. And as much as I, like, there's certain things and elements of my personality I'd want to change, I quite like me. And yeah. I think that that's the... That's when I feel like I know that I've got charisma because I like myself. Yeah. There'll be times in my life where I felt like I didn't like parts of myself. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I feel like I'm having too much fun. Beautiful Sometimes man. I feel a bit bad that I'm having that much fun. <laughs> wow, compared to other okay, people, okay, like, okay. It's just, it's just things like that. I really like, I really like, I really like myself now. Yeah, I think that's I'm, good, man. I think I've that's become great. comfortable as myself as a person and I haven't, there hasn't been... There was times where I felt I felt the other side of it, bro. I've been on the side where I didn't like myself as a person and I felt like I couldn't do anything about it. Now it's the complete opposite. And I think it's a testament to my mates who've stuck by me for a long time and the mates that I've got at uni as well that as much as we have a laugh and a joke about me and stuff, we all we all like each other and we all have a good vibe. And yeah. It's just, I want to say a big thank you to everyone like that because it just means a lot and obviously family as well. But as I, I, I mean, I feel like I've got this point now where it's like, there's more to come, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. but I'm very content now, which is where I feel like I've got my charisma. Absolutely, man. I love to hear it, and I, I 100% echo that, man. You're, and I appreciate you're, that. you're a great dude, man. You're a great dude. No, I so, appreciate yeah. that. Uh, and, oh, you know, after Manny's monologue, I think it's only fitting that we, we transition to a smooth outro. Yeah, it's nice. So, if you guys did enjoy the podcast, uh, please follow us on Spotify. D- the DMC is what we are. And on Instagram, we are at the official DMC podcast. If anyone has any recommendations, suggestions, episodes that they want to hear from us in the future, feel free to get hold of us on Instagram. That's mostly where we check our notification, uh, our DMs, and we get back to individuals who ask us and give us suggestions. Uh, this week actually was something that we thought of ourselves, which is quite interesting because last few weeks we have been getting people's suggestions on. So keep them coming. We have content still ongoing. And you guys can just ju- we'll jump in with your suggestions whenever we can. And if you guys have any suggestions for guests that you want on the podcast, we haven't done many guests this time around, but if you guys still want people coming on, we'll try and get hold of those people as, as, um, via email and things like that. So please give us some suggestions on who you'd like to see. This is the DMC Podcast signing off.